Ladies and gentlemen, please rise as we toll the bell ten times. The following program is rated TVMAL. It contains strong language and is intended. It shows. Yeah! 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 I think you muted. Damn it. I always forget. <laughs> and welcome, ladies and gentlemen. It is showtime, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah! Here's so going to be a podcast episode 161. Of course, host devious one I've been here with me, compadre, mi hermano, the man himself, the one that takes us back in time and in the future and now, especially on iHeartRadio, ladies and gentlemen, because you gotta make sure you follow this man on iHeartRadio. And that is Mike DeNiro. What's going on, Mr. Dinero and Papi Chulo? What, what up, what up, man? I am excited. We're back on Thursdays, bro. Back on the original time slot, you know what I mean? We're doing the big over here. But definitely a big show we got for you today. And, you know, first of all, rest in peace, Bray Wyatt. Rest in peace, Terry Funk. Let's, let's have a good show. Oh, yeah, man. It's just uh, uh, it's just a sad uh, – it's just, you know – Devastating, bro. It's, it's, it is. It's, Absolutely uh, devastating. You know, just with everything overall, it's – it's you know, we lost Terry Funk. And then now Bray Wyatt happened earlier today. We got the news. And, of course, Sean Ross – that was given permission was because you know heart conditions because of covid and he was progressing good and then yeah uh it, it's it's uh i i i uh, i'm still out of words I, I don't know it's it's hard for me to accept that like this man and i know i know a lot of people in the pro wrestling world the community especially you know it's really it's tragic you know this is a man that we thought that would, yeah, he was the next Undertaker pretty much for WWE. And even Taker even praised him to be, you're the next guy. You're going to be the next man taking over and people are going to be all over you and like how they were. And, but you know, this is, uh, this is uh, sad. And then uh, knowing that, you know, of course, they reported to Papa H. They already said that, you know, WWE is going to take care of the family and which I'm happy for that. And it's already on Peacock now. They already put the best. Uh, best world, you know, best moments of Bray Wyatt's already there on Peacock. Wow. Oh man, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't, I, I don't, any, any final thoughts? I mean, no, I mean, I'm, I'm at a loss for words. Yesterday hit me hard, right, with Terry Funk, yeah. 
Um, like I said in the post, and I, I did a quick little show for the rest of DeLorean today about Terry Funk. And I, I was saying how, you know, I remember the first time I seen Terry Funk, my dad sat me down and he showed me uh, the I Quit match between Funk and Ric Flair. And I fell in love with Terry Funk. Um, the reason why I fell in love with ECW is because the only person I knew there was Terry Funk. And that's what got me to, you know, fall in love with ECW and then see guys like Dreamer, the Dudleys, Sabu, the Sandman, Shane Douglas. You know, it was because of if, if it wasn't for Terry Funk being there, who knows if I would have tuned in. Um, one of my favorite legends of all time, I feel like he's on the Mount Rushmore. I don't care what anybody says when you, I said it on the show. Yes, on today. If you think about NWA champions, you know, people like to bring up the Dusties, Harley Race, Flair. Feel like you have to bring a funk there too. You know, he beat Jack Briscoe back in the 70s for the NWA championship. He he retired in the 70s, then he retired in 94, he retired in 97. And I got to see his actual retirement match in 2000 and it was 15 in a house of glory, a house of hardcore, where he teamed up with Tommy Dreamer to go against Landstorm and X Pac. Oh. So, like, I, I remember just being like so excited to see Terry Funk wrestle. I never thought I'd see that opportunity, but got to see him wrestle there. You know, I was devastated with the loss of Terry Funk. And like I said, Wrestling DeLorean, I did a, a tribute show to Terry Funk. The last thing I thought I would have to do is talk about another death just 24 hours later and one of the magnitude of Bray Wyatt. You know, Bray Wyatt is a guy, hands down, in the modern era, might be the greatest character, one of the greatest minds in the modern era, someone who kept on, you know, making his character fresh and reinventing himself. And from all accounts, all his peers and everyone who's had a one-on-one -on -one opportunity to meet the man, they have nothing but amazing things to say about him. He, he was a great wrestler, a great mind in the business, but even better human being, great father, great husband, great man. So I, I honestly am at a loss for words. I'm absolutely devastated. And yeah, my condolences to the families of both Terry Funk and Bray Wyatt. Yeah, definitely. Uh, man. Very well said, man. I commend you, my brother. And I can't wait for, you know, we will have it here. And also you will hear it at Wrestling DeLorean as well. You know, Mother never mentioned top moments of, you know, Terry Funk and Bray Wyatt. You also will see it here. You'll see that here. So that'll be coming soon. And yes, shout out to Dom. What is going on, my brother? Yes, what's up, brothers? It's been one of the most difficult weeks to be a wrestling fan. Terry was one night of mine. Bray is beyond tragic. Love you both. Mm -hmm. Love you too, man. Lennox, what is going on, brother? We love you too, Lennox. Our people are both the hardcore legend, Terry Funk, and the Fiend, the eater of the whole world. Yes, absolutely, man. That is absolutely good. Appreciate you for tuning in, Lennox and Dom. All right, let's get into that. Before we get into All In, and you know, before we get all of that, I just want to get this out of the way very momentarily. And I just want to talk about Raw. Because I'll be, you know, we're heading into payback. But so I don't know really how intrigued you were of Raw, but I was. The match, I think that, of course, I. So I've had matches of the night, even though it did not end in what, how we expected. A clean pin, but it was a clean, I guess, count out, you could say. But the match was great. I And I enjoyed really, really matched with, you know, Chad Gable and Gunther. That I cannot wait to see the actual match once again on Payback. I liked the whole promo of Nakamura with him just saying in Japanese about Rollins' back and, you know, talking about his back. Oh, I got your back. And it's like... I think I'm really invested, man. I'm really actually intrigued of this. And, of course, seeing finally, you know, Raquel Rodriguez, finally we get to see 
no more smiling and no more hair. No, no, we got to see that. Aggression. <laughs> see the aggression of, of Raquel Rodriguez. Finally, it's about damn time. No more misses all here. Hi, hi. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no. Chinga su madre. Ahora sí, there you go. You got to step it up. That's how they say. That's right. And you're doing that, Raquel. So I'm very intrigued. So, I mean, break it down, brother. Tell me. I mean, you talk to us. Let us know. Floor is yours. Were well, you intrigued? Are you excited for these? You know, these, especially these three matches, we could say they're going to happen at payback. So take it away. Floor is yours. No, yeah, I definitely think Raw was very good this week. I think that Raw was, you know, doing really good. I, I think that they had a good momentum for the last couple of weeks, but this this week was very good in my opinion. I like how they are building Nakamura as a genuine threat to uh, to Seth Rollins, especially, you know, he's targeting the back. Now Seth Rollins, he, he put it out there that he had, I, I forgot what he said, fractured discs or something, something bulging disc in his back. So Nakamura already knows, like, you know, he sees blood in the water. He knows where the target's on, and he's going to go after that, which I think is a great story, old school yeah. story. You know, that's that that's like old school wrestling. Like, hey, I know what your weakness is. I'm gonna go after it. You know, I um I love Raquel versus Rhea. I, I've been saying for a long time. I think that that's going to be a huge matchup. That at Payback is going to be awesome. And I think that for them to have a uh, a rematch for Chad Gable and Gunther at Payback, they set it up perfectly here. Because they showed that Chad Gable could not only hang with him, but he te technically got the victory, which leads to another matchup at Payback. I was originally kind of upset that they put this match on Raw because I thought that it would be better for the pay-per-view. Right. And now I see why they did it. It was a good setup. Uh, also wanted to give a shout-out to Tommaso Ciampa's promo. You know, little Easter eggs there. It looks like he's going to hopefully bring back DIY with Johnny Gargano, which I am super hyped for. You know, we've seen the yeah, post he had. He had, like, a missing person post on yes, Twitter. Yes. I don't know if you saw that for Johnny Gargano. Yes. And then he – um, if he if you caught what he said at the end of his promo, he said, do it yourself, which is DIY. So, hopefully, you know, we see DIY on the main roster. That's going to be awesome. Oh, man. Give us the match. Just – Make them tag team champions. Fuck, I don't care. Just I have them <laughs> versus Kevin Owens and, and Sami Zayn. Ooh. Oh man, that'd be that'd be fire. Oh my god, I think it will be a fire match. It's especially the storyline that will happen between both of them. How it's going to be inputted. Oh my god, I think it's going to be fantastic. Oh yeah. Oh, oh my god. So and also shout out to NXT. Very brief. I, I just wanted to say if you haven't seen that Heat Wave, go back. Trick Williams impressed me in that matchup against what he had, you know, against like, I, it just impressed me. And also, you know, Wesley, you know, versus, you know, all of that. Go watch it, ladies and gentlemen. It's, we got a lot here to talk about. We're trying to make it a short time. But I would really recommend to go back and go back and watch that. Trick Williams, I commend you, brother. Even though I defended you last time against, you know, fucking piece of shit, Brian Alvarez. Like, trick? Like, you whoop that trick. Should whoop your ass. That's what we should do. <laughs> 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 that's what we should do right here oh man and let's see yeah he what yes it was absolutely I mm -hmm. really, it really was and shout out to you brad appreciate you for joining us here as well all awesome. right man let's get into the action now now we can get talk about it it is time to talk about it it's time for the predictions oh yes for the predictions of all in ladies and gentlemen we're all in here no, no, no pun intended like that, but you know what I mean. But we're all in here. <laughs> we're all in here. Uh, but yes, 
And it was announced today, I think earlier today, that Tony Khan announced that there's going to be 11 matches in total. So there's 10 here that we have. However, he added another one to the card. And the other one that he added was the... Uh, yes. <laughs> he, he added this match right here. And I want to get your thoughts. Might as well just, let's just talk about it. Let's bring it up. He added it. The FTW title on the line. Jack Perry versus, of course, Hook. So it looks like it's official. Tony Khan announced it. It, it will be for that title. So... Are you are you invested in this story? Are you excited for this matchup? Break break it down, Just let the people know. Damn it, tell them what do you? Think? I I I I am invested for the fact that it's the future of AEW. You know, two very young wrestlers here who are doing good things, and to put them in front of eighty thousand plus is going to be awesome. So this is the future of AEW. When you look at AEW five six years from now, this could be the main event of a pay per view. So. I think that this is good that they're investing in their future and they have guys who have shown out and have, you know, made a name for themselves in AEW. It's it's nice that they're giving them the opportunity to be on the grandest stage for AEW. This is AEW's WrestleMania. This is AEW's biggest show ever. This is technically the most, uh, what's called, attended wrestling show of all time. So instead of, you know, giving all your slots away to part-timers and guys who are not technically with the company. It's nice that they're giving, you know, their young talents, their homegrown talents, this opportunity as well. So I'm, I'm invested. Yes. Love Jack as a heel. I always wanted to do the Hollywood Jack, but he is killing it. I'm with, that, that's what the new I, we said it a while back, right? If you go back to the archives, we said, give us a 902.01, whatever the hell thing <laughs> song. It don't matter. Word. It is to have all of that because I, I'm invested too. Um, I really wanted this to be a story, though. I, what I really wanted was the Taz to finally just take off, you know, the headphones and say, you know what, Jackass, you know, and he calls out his son. Like, let's say if, if Jack Perry would have tried to attack Taz and hook, that would have been it. I wish it could have gone that direction. But yeah. that's fine. I mean, Tony Khan, you announced it, so it's okay. We're okay with it. I'm okay with it. So, yeah, I mean, I'm invested. All right, I, but I'm not invested in this. I, <laughs> I know Chris ain't here yet, but he'll be joining us, Papi Chulo, in a few. Of course, we're going to have the AWX, all right? It's not the <laughs> real world heavyweight. It's CM Punk's title, technically. Okay, CM Punk, of course, we already saw the storyline. We saw that he was one of the one of the conquistadors of Collision, wannabe. And, of course, Tag Joe revealed it was him. We all knew it was you. I mean, if you could tell. It's everything hype. It's, can't hide it. It's we already know it's you, Phil. But now we're gonna have this matchup happening at all in. Who do you got, De Niro? And are you also invested in this storyline as well? You know, surprisingly, I'm very invested in this storyline because you know, I, I've said many, 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 many times that one of my favorite feuds growing up when I first got into independent wrestling was Samoa Joe versus CM Punk. Small Joe versus CM Punk, that trilogy in Ring of Honor in 2004 where they went to an hour draw two times and then they went, like, what's called? No time limit for the last matchup. All three matches, five-star matches. It was really what made me start watching independent wrestling. So it always had a special place in my heart. CM Punk on this show against anybody else, I'm like, ah, eh, you know, whatever. But CM Punk <laughs> on this show against Samoa Joe, it's special to me because 
I remember watching those shows. Like the first time I saw Samoa Joe versus CM Punk, it was in Dayton, Ohio, for the first matchup in front of like 300 people. So mm. for them to run this matchup back in front of 80,000 people, it, it's special, you know. I, I definitely see CM Punk winning this matchup, but you know, I think that it's cool that a feud that has been going on since 2004 and then just restarted in 2023 with the Owen Hart Cup. I think that's cool that we're going to see it ran back one more time in front of 80,000 people. Like Samoa Joe said on his on his promo, you know, this is one of Samoa Joe and CM Punk's greatest feuds of all time. A roll-up during a tournament semifinals is not how you end that feud. You got to end it at Wembley. So, definitely awesome. I'm going for oh. Punk. Ooh. You know, I, you, you, yeah, I go with Punk, too. I feel that uh, she should win it. I mean, he, she, he should win it. <laughs> he should win this match. But it's going to be interesting to see it. And I'm I'm really intrigued and best to see how the fans are going to react to this matchup. That's where I'm really – I want to see where – how's that head? And, you know, I'm just curious to see how the fans are going to be. Let's see. Yes, I, I was our UP our, our at Rupp Saturday, Grave Seat. They just stay for every our okay, Rick of Honor tape mm. besides okay, awesome. Zach, yes, you can't go wrong with Zach Saber Jr. Baby. Hope you had a that good time is, at the show. Yes, Brett. I, yes, absolutely. I hope you had an incredible time. That is for sure. All right, and now we're gonna talk about the other one that I the director will give his thoughts when he comes in, but the fatal four-way for the AEW Women's Championship. He got a shade of defending the title versus, of course, Soraya, Tony Storm, and Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. We've been seeing the stories by far. A while back, the director said Soraya should at least go for that title and win it. He got, Nostradamus got halfway there. He's not there yet until this happens. So the biggest question, do you... Do you believe Nostradamus is a director? The one, the oracle of podcasting, you could say, for him to say is that Soraya could take this all and win it in her hometown in London and Wembley Stadium. Can Soraya be the women's champion? So that is the biggest question for you, the narrow end. Yeah, who do you got, man? First of all, I I can't help but notice that the way you set up this picture here looks like the Bohemian Rhapsody cover for uh, Queen. Yes, it is. It is. Especially there in Wembley, right? If you remember Live Aid, Queen mm-hmm. killed it in Live Aid. But anyway, oh, um, yeah, I, I think that that's my pick. I, I'm going with Soraya. You know, first of all, if you go back to the original All In um, 2018, before AEW even was a thing, there was one women's matchup on the show, and it was a four-way women's matchup, and Britt Baker was in that matchup. So All In, uh, what is it, five years later, yes. we have – for another four-way women's matchup, this time for the AEW Women's Champion, and Britt Baker has grown such like leaps and bounds into an incredible, incredible wrestler and superstar from where she was in 2018. So that's really cool to see. But I think that the biggest wrestling story for the women would be Soraya coming out of retirement, wrestling in front of her home crowd, the largest crowd in wrestling, and in front of her hometown. Well, not her hometown, but her home country. Mm-hmm. Winning the AEW Women's Champion, so I'm gonna go with Soraya as well. I think that that would be a really cool moment to have her win that title. Oh, I hope she does. But my thing is more as you know, with Tony Storm, will she allow it, or will she help her to get the pin? That's mm-hmm. what I'm wondering there, because if I'm afraid that this is gonna cause the chaos for the 
probably the separation of Alkes. You know, Tony Storm wants her title back. She basically pretty much entered her, you know, her rematch clause here in this fatal four way. So now it's like, okay, who's gonna win this one? That and they're gonna look at each other. Wait, it's me or you? No, I'm just my title. No, wait. That's where the fear is because I, as much people probably would hate Outcast, but I actually enjoyed Outcast. I, I like really him do. too. I yeah. like him. You know, it's a good heel, great group, you know, great faction they have. Uh, but it, it that's it's, 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 it's a good only question there is where could we go from this on, on you know, the ending of that matchup? But I hope Soraya gets the pin. I hope the way it ends, let's say everybody hits a finisher, Soraya finally hits hers. I don't know where to Sheeta, she pins Sheeta, or let's say Britt Baker hits uh, Sheeta and then. She pushes Britt Baker away, and then she takes a pin. That could be the case, too. Never know. Maybe that could be interesting. That could be interesting. Um, oh, this is such good shit. I'm excited. I am excited. I'm trying to see what else is next here, so bear with me, guys, because I have so much hair. Yes, we have so many, so many here. Uh, let's see. Where the hell is it? Okay, here we go. Because we're waiting for the director. He should be coming in by now. That's what we're waiting for, ladies and gentlemen. But while he's taking his time, we're just going to talk about one here. And just uh, add it right here because there's not much to talk about on Dynamite. I'll let the director handle that. So let me see here. So let's talk getting it ready here. My apologies for the delay. Just, you know, trabajo, work. Okay, here we go. We're So the House of Black versus the Acclaim. The return of Daddy Ass. So we saw what happened, of course, on Dynamite. And Daddy asked, come on, you took out the real me. You took it, and then he, he's out. So now one more time, we get to see it. And are you invested on this? And what do you got on this match? I'm not too much invested in the matchup itself. I'm just glad that all six of these guys are going to be on this show. Uh, just for the same reason that I mentioned about Jack Perry and Hook. Like, when you have talent that have been busting their ass all year they deserve to be on the biggest show of the year so that's why i'm invested just because i'm happy for them um the storyline i mean i'm not really too big on the storyline um i like that billy gunn is back and he's not daddy ass he's badass billy gunn um but yeah i, I hope that that doesn't mean that the acclaim wins because i think that the house of black should continue to win matches and continue to reign as the trio's champion so i'm going with the house of black Okay. Yeah, I, I'm with you, too. I'm, I'm going to go with the House of Black as well. This story, I, I think this is the ending of, I think, Billy Gunn. I think this is his last match. I, I That's what I think. I don't... It's just for me, I don't know what other thing could you do. I mean, unless he can manage and not wrestle. That he could do. Um, don't get me wrong. He's great in the ring. I'm not critiquing his in-ring abilities at all. The only thing is, however, the only thing I'll say is, you know, the acclaim was here. And now it's like, where are you now? And that's where I feel, like I said, no disrespect to FTR. It has nothing to do with that. It's just more like how Tony Khan is booking this tag team division. And then what are you doing with the acclaim? Hmm. You know, I know in the beginning it was kind of like, oh, shit. You know, they injury prone here and there. I know that. And then when they became a tag team champions, it was the hottest thing ever. Honestly, in AEW. Yeah. And when they lost it, and then from there, 
I don't know where they were going in this direction. It just to me, I I don't see anything on this, to be honest. I just I really don't. I don't know what else could we really, you know, do with I mean with the acclaim after this. I I, I don't I really don't know what else can you do with it. I don't I don't yeah, because it, it, that's the only thing that I feel that there's I mean shit. I mean, like I said, you I might have to make him heal again. That's what I was thinking too. I was thinking of making him heal again and see, you know, see where it goes because we don't yeah, we, we don't know what they're going to do. I, I don't know what they're going to do with them. They should go heal because, yeah, I mean, what else can they do? It, it's, an, it's unfortunate. I, 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 I don't know. I don't, this, at this point, I do not know where can you go with this. So we'll see. We will see. All right. So we're still waiting on a director. You should have been on director. I know you're watching. You're watching us. But we're see. I had other layouts while because you were going to come on. Now I got to create other ones while we're doing this. So bear with me here, guys. And I apologize for it. So I'm just going to do this very, very brief as possible. Okay. All right. I might as well just add it because I was going to wait on it. But since director is taking forever, ever, forever, ever, ever, <laughs> uh, he, he is taking forever. Like, Come on, man. Get, get supposed to be on already. Jesus. We said our third time, damn it. Well, your prediction was there and you called it. One fourth of it, you called it. Okay. That's all I can say is you called one fourth of it. And that is, of course. The now became a five man tag team chain. And if it would have stayed a six man, I'm sure Chris Hero would have been. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, as soon as, as soon as I saw fucking Proud and Powerful, I was like, I said it. Yeah, I said it. You said it. You. It, 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 was, it hasn't even been a week. It's, it's less than a week ago. Just just this past Sunday. Go back to episode 160 of the Circle of Debate. Go to hour 120. Now I don't know the time. But just go to <laughs> hear me say that Santana and Ortiz will turn their back on Eddie Kingston and will be on the team with the BCC. Oh, man. Yes. It, it, oh, there he is. Now he's here. Jesus. Took him for long enough. All right. Got time to bring him in, ladies and gentlemen. And there he is. And Papi Chulo. Hey. Hey. What up? Thursday noon. Uh, well, yeah, it's Thursday noon for you, Papa Chulo. I know it is. It, oh, yeah, it just, is. just woke up, got showered. I don't stink. We're good. <laughs> you don't stink? No. You're, you're a sexy man. No. I'm, I'm... no you're sexy I, I got I got a girl. That's all. You know, that's all, that's all, <laughs> that's all the evidence I need. Uh, yeah, that, that's the only thing we need to, need to know. But yes, Papa Chulo. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Director Papi Chulo, the director himself. Oh, Jesus Christ, what is going on here? So, yes, there it is. That's what I wanted to do. And here we have it. Now, that's what this is the match we're talking about. And it's it's with mixed with dynamite, either way, because with this, of course, what happened in dynamite, we saw Ray Phoenix versus, you know, Moxley. And that was a good matchup. I actually enjoyed the match. The match was actually great. Um, And of course, the injury quote on that, but we already know that Ray Phoenix cannot go because of his, you know, his passport issues. He can't go because of that. No other reason. It's just visa issues, ladies and gentlemen. 
he didn't have no suspension, no DUI, or nor none of the warrant, none of that shit. It was because of these issues, of course. They won't allow him to. Which so is, now, I don't know, they've had this plan for months and months, and I know that it's a tricky process, but, like, how did everybody else get theirs but him? What was wrong with his? You know, I'd love to know that with the – Penta got one, right? Yeah, yeah. His, yeah, his is his – so, yeah, I, I would love to know if, how someone fucked that up. Well, on this one, you could say who fucked it up on this one was really born Ray Phoenix because he was the one that didn't get it done at all. So he didn't even apply for it. I don't think I think he probably either forgot or he probably didn't apply for it on time to probably renew all that shit. I don't know. Yeah, that's what that's the only thing I can think of. Unless you have a legal reason, which he doesn't seem to, uh, it's just someone didn't file the paperwork on time, and uh, that sounds like it's solely on the individual, yeah, or or management or agent, but you know, someone close to him or him. But do you know who does have his passport? Who does? Pac. <laughs> could be the replacement if they're still running with the numbers. Uh, I think that's a solid surprise. I think he's, since he's from there, and I think they still need a man on the uh, good guy team. He would be a – and he also now has that feud with Claudio, and he turned on Blackpool. He would be a fantastic replacement, so – um, that's my he's injured though. I think that's why he's not on the show. He's injured. I, I don't care. Just I'd rather him fight. <laughs> I don't care. Whatever. Care. I don't you care. Know. He's got a passport. Just go, bro. Figure it out. Put some ice <laughs> on it. Get that oh, Japanese yeah. wrestling spray. <laughs> Cold but, but go ahead. Bobby should have break it down. I mean, Janeiro got to write it. See, he's yeah, he's yeah, the yeah, yeah. Oracle here. So two pointers because he got both of them right. <laughs> But break it down. Go ahead. The match on Dynamite and yeah, the match was match was what it was. Um, it um, I don't know if we were we felt swerved at all about what side Santina Ortiz and we're weird. They're calling him Mike Santana. Don't do that. Don't do that. I don't care if that's his name. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one Mike on the show, and he's right there. Um, so yeah, uh, one of them blocking the path for the good guys. And then, uh, the other one coming up from the back who hasn't wrestled in over a year, I guess I was a surprise. I'd be surprised if you were to see one and not the other one. Um, and I don't remember the storyline has been so long and EW has a bad habit of making us remember shit that happened over a year ago. The terms with which they were with Eddie Kingston. I don't remember it going bad. It does. It might have. It didn't go bad, right? But yeah. immediately they're not with the with Eddie Kingston, even though like Eddie and uh, Moxley are boys. But then there was a breakup there, so then they had to maybe pick which one of the dads of they part. Then you know, like the custody battle. So yeah, there's no explaining on why they chose to go with Blackpool instead of with Eddie. Um, that's just another thing about AEW. Like one of the few things that it's like the writing is like long term. They expect us to remember. Um, I'm glad they're in this. They've been in, I think, all of the stadium stampedes ever, all three of them. So uh, it feels right. I don't think any other team would have made sense. Obviously, um, I'm, you know, Aussie Open would have been the other team. I guess would have maybe have made sense, but this is the right choice. Um, and the graphic that I'm looking at: one, two, three, four, five. One, two. Is that the five versus five? All right, that's fine. Yeah. So, so don't. I guess don't replace Phoenix. And then don't add a six to uh, Blackpool is what they're doing. 
So because yeah, I mean because Phoenix, yeah, so now it's five on five. So now that's why they were gonna add another person, but with the whole passport issue, that's why they didn't do it. So they kept it. Who, who was number six on Blackpool that got pulled? No, it was a mystery. It, it was supposed to be right, but it just they just kind of are gonna make us forget about it, like the nightmare factory or whatever the fuck uh Rose is doing. Okay. <laughs> All right, fair enough, fair enough, fair play. Uh yeah. And um Man, they got more Brits on their team. Literally nobody, <laughs> nobody on this is from Blackpool. So I don't know who's going to win. I think give Eddie the pin. Give Eddie the pin over Claudio. Let that story be told. Okay. I like uh, it. I like it. Okay. So, so is there final thoughts on this and the, the AEW matchup that happened? The, the matchup at uh, Dynamite was really good. I, I like that. I think that um, Moxley and Phoenix had really good chemistry with each other. Um I, I like that they ex- they had a reason why Phoenix wasn't on. They didn't just, you know, unbook him and then say, well, this is the match that we're going with now. I like that they gave us a reason why he wouldn't be there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I think that Blackpool wins. I think Blackpool Combat Club. I was about to call it the Blackpool Combat Crew. The Blackpool <laughs> Combat Club win. So the BCC, PNP, whatever you call it. <laughs> yeah. So Awesome. Love Are they still going by Proud and Powerful? I always thought that was a stupid ass name for a tag team, but yeah, Santana Ortiz. You already have two nicknames, Santana Ortiz. Perfect. Yeah, <laughs> just keep call, that. Call Melee X. We, we don't need we don't need four alliterations on one like one team name. You know, word. It's it's the BCC PMP former LAX. Yeah, LAX. <laughs> whatever. Yep. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, and here. This is the beginning, of course, of what uh, what happened on Dynamite. But you know, we saw the you know, the leads versus Juice Robinson. Oh no, was it? Yeah, it was uh, the the Young Bucks and the Juice Robinson. Of course, the match never happened on Dynamite, and it didn't. Of course, chaos happened. And by the way, oh man, the ref, fuck oh, man, he took that punch from fucking Juice. Finally, we get to see. Oh man, I finally get to see him get punched. We never see him <laughs> punch, and we finally saw it. I was actually happy. I actually was laughing. Poor right, Bryce Rensburg. I was sorry. It wasn't Bryce. Who was it? Uh, it was Bryce? Rick Knox. Knox. No, no, it was Rick oh, Knox. Rick, Rick Knox is a wrestler. Rick Knox is a wrestler. He can take it. Yeah, he's a wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> he took it, and I was like, yes. Knox, he deserved that punch, man. I'm tired of his shit. He used to be around. <laughs> I, I, I would watch him way back in the days. Bar wrestling, I would watch him. And demo- oh my god, it's a long story, but I don't want to get into it. We'll get into this. Of course, we saw the aftermath, and then now these are the two matches. We're gonna talk about both of these matches. So the first one we're gonna talk. So double question, of course. First, you know, thoughts of the begin- opening show, and you choose which and just pretty much both. I said we should talk about the the six-man tag, and then we'll talk about the tag team title. So let's Break it down, De Niro. The floor is yours. Take it away, mi hermano. Um, yeah, I think that the opening of the show, I like that it just like wasn't a match. It was just a chaos, chaotic brawl. Mm-hmm. Really built up the hatred between these two teams, and I think that it's it's good that we had that on this show because we didn't have much time to build to this matchup. We just got it announced last week, and then this week we had a little bit of a build, and then it's the showtime. So I like how they had that because it really showed that there was like hatred between these two teams. Um, I, I'm definitely going with Kenny Omega, Kore Ibushi, and Hangman Page. I think that that's going to be the easy victory for them. Um, not easy, but like a decisive win for them. 
Um, now for the tag team title matchup, I am still going with what I said last week on Circle Debate. I think that, you know, as much as it might not happen, it might be fantasy book and I might be fucking pulling shit out of my fucking ass here, but I think <laughs> that FTR and the Young Bucks, if there is going to be a winner, it's going to be FTR, in my opinion, right? And I think that since there's no decisive main event for All Out, and since you need to pack out the United Center with one week notice, because All Out is literally a week after this, yes. what would sell it out instantly would be some type of brawl afterwards, Kenny Omega coming in to help the Young Bucks, CM Punk coming in to help FTR, and then we get the trios matchup main event all out. Oh, that's how I would book it. I mean, shit. FTR is great friends with CM Punk. CM Punk hates the Young Bucks. I mean, maybe FTR is the liaison. What was the word? Liaison to get all in the same room to talk. So hopefully, you know, everyone's on the same page and. Like I said, if you have one week to build a, another pay-per-view and you have, what, two matches booked for that pay-per-view and no other matches, no main event, no title matches, I mean, shit, if you have to, put back, if you have to pack out the United Center, 20,000-plus seats, shit, you have to go with the hottest story going on right now in AEW, and that's how you do it. Oh. You see, you heard it, Tony Khan. I'm not going to sit back and take this fucking shit. <laughs> take it, damn it. You're bullshit, Tony God. You got to take it because this man right here, book him. Book all of us, Demon. The board of directors is right here. We're the board of directors. That's right. See, you got the, the Oracle and the Nostradamus here of professional wrestling. <laughs> That's what we have right here. So, speaking of Oracle, the Oracle, can you take it away? Yeah. And- speaking of booking, uh, they need to hit me up and talk about the last two dynamites. This one included. They are doing something. Um, like I kind of see what they're trying to do, but it's not working for me. They're trying to push the bigger stars and the main eventers and the important shit in the first hour so they can really drive it home for you. And then that way, once that's out of the way, they want you to really focus on the the secondary stars and the company in the second hour and putting them into a main event picture, which I do get that. But the way it feels is that if you... It feels like the hours need to be switched. So last week we had her car. Was it Cheetah and Britt Baker? Or was it, who was it? Not the women's match. It was. Um, oh, the Bunny and uh, Britt Baker. Yeah, yeah, Bunny and Britt Baker was the co-main. And I'm like, oh, I thought that was the main event. And then all of a sudden it was the Guns and the Young Bucks. And that was the main event. And that just, the sparks just died in mm-hmm. that last like 30 or 40 minutes of that second hour. Mm-hmm. That episode started off hot and it kind of fizzled down. That's what happened in this episode as well. It started hot. You had the Blackpool coming out first. You had the interview with FTR. You had um, the Kenny Omega stuff. You had the the Jericho Appreciation Society debate. And then it just died down in the second hour with more more stars that absolutely deserve to have a push. But this did not feel like a go-home show. No, it didn't actually. I know we still have like Rampage and Collision kind of that I guess are not – those shows are weird because they're secondary shows. They're not Rampage is not treated the same way you treat SmackDown to Raw. These are like the Thunders and the and the Heats of AEW. Yeah, yeah. Um, so for this to be the buy our pay per view, even though I think it's free, watch our pay per view at 10 a.m. on the West Coast, which we're going to be doing. It didn't feel like the end of like a Raw. We're like, 
Austin just laid out 20 people and he's driving a beer truck into the ring. Watch WrestleMania. I'm like, I'm fucking hyped for that. This didn't yeah. feel like that. And going into the biggest pay-per-view in the history of pay-per-views of all time or live events ever, I didn't get that vibe. Should have been the other way around. Switch those hours and I would not have this complaint at all. Um, FTR definitely needs to get that win cleanly over the Young Bucks. And the only reason I think that the Golden Elite lovers are going to win this is because you just got Juice and Jay in there and they've kind of been losing a lot and it doesn't make sense to have them beat, you know, I, it would be a major upset if Coda and like if, if Takeshka beats Coda, that would be the win. That would be the thing that would make the most sense. If, if, if anybody doesn't beat Kenny, that's the only way that makes sense for that, but I don't see it happening. So I'm with De Niro on both of these predictions. Absolutely. Love it. And shout yeah. out to our brother. The broadcast. what is going on, man? Check them yeah, out. Yeah. yeah, man. They're following them up on their social media platforms and on Twitch. Dude, they not only just podcasts, they even take us, you know, back in time as well, but also they take us in the gaming world. So make sure you follow. Bro. Oh, dude, I love gaming. If you got a gaming channel, like, let's go. I'm down. Oh, man. Definitely. definitely. Speaking of gaming, right? Shout out to uh, the Stadium Stampede matchup. Finally being available for AEW Fight Forever. The DLC was a free download today, and so far? So I just bought the game like a week ago. I've been blasting through it. I've got a lot of great things to say. I've got a lot of uh, things that I know they can improve upon. This sounds like a different episode, but thank <laughs> you for coming because I had no fucking clue. Yeah, the, the current update that came out today is a free download for uh, Stadium Stampede. Online, sure. I think you can wrestle all around the uh, the football stadium with 30 yeah. other people. So it's like the Fortnite. Jaguar Stadium or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, I'm down for that. I haven't taken it online yet, um, just because I've been getting used to it. And mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, no, yeah, I'm having some fun with it. There's things that I know that they're gonna do better in the sequel. I promise. I would okay. love to play with you online, so definitely yeah, let me know. I got PlayStation, so it's what it is. Same here. So, so here we, we should do a review on the game one day. I think we should. Yeah, I can, yeah, I can knock that. Out. Me and De Niro will probably knock that out in like 20 minutes. Oh yeah, <laughs> I believe that. I think yeah, that's for sure. I think you guys could. I still haven't played the game, so I need to see, you know, what's what is up with the game. <laughs> and speaking of game, I'm no fun intended, but Papa H. Time but, to play the game. Uh, oh, wrong show. The wrong show. <laughs> but this match here, what the hell? Okay, we Fucking saw. Weird. What so I, weird. I, 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 okay, we saw what happened to Dynamite. Aaron Fox Swerve versus Nick Wayne and Darby Allen. Good match, by the way. Remind me of the five match because I, you know, by seeing it, but I, I enjoyed it. Great overall. Uh, but then we see, okay, <laughs> Swerve laughing. <laughs> you're, you, yeah, you're out. You kick out AR Fox. You jump him. Of course, you know, Darby and Nick Wayne save. And then now Christian Cage. All right, Cage, I didn't tell you something, man. You just stop with the whole father shit. That's just already getting annoying. I'm sorry. Yeah. Now it's, it's crazy. I thought he was going to make reference. He didn't even make reference to like, he didn't. Okay. So to be fair, I'm speaking, my feed cut out for some reason. I don't know if it went off air on purpose, if they were trying to like censor cage. Cause it actually did like do like that weird, like uh signal lost screen. I don't yeah. know if he was going like way hard and they were like, we can't air this, but he didn't in my feed did not make reference to like, you're going to be the second orphan that I've had to take care of in the past year. Yeah. Like, I, I thought he was going to go that route. Um, if that's what made the feed, I didn't see then. Oh, well, but like he, he it's a fucked up opportunity that he missed. Cause I also have a dead dad. And so like, I'm totally there with these guys. So it's like, I know that you got to get the script cleared, I guess. I'm sure Nick Wayne and him had a conversation about like, Hey man, here's where we're going with it. And if Nick didn't feel comfortable, he probably would have told him not to do it. 
I hope, I hope, I hope that's how the locker room runs. Um, but yeah, still weird. It's still weird. It's so weird they did they do this. It was weird when MJF did it to Brian Pillman. It's weird when they do it to Jungle Boy. Now they're doing it to Nick Wayne. It's just weird. Yeah. It's just fucking, but we'll go ahead. But you know what? Go ahead, or just yeah, and what he got in this match. Now there's a coffin match. Now you got Christian Cage in this now. Where did they so, establish that during this during this show? They, they, that was yeah. announced to yeah. yeah they didn't announce that during the show, did they? they? They weren't like, oh, and coming up after this pay-per-view or whatever, it's gonna be a coffin match. Yeah, it's a coffin match. I didn't hear I didn't hear them say that either in the feed, so I don't know what I missed. I was I watched the show, I promise, but yeah, this is it has to be over. Now we have Air Fox double switching back to like fucking goddamn it. And why is it match? Now it's gonna be Darby and Sting and Swerve and Christian. And so why isn't it also AR and Brian Cage? I don't know. And where's Luchasaurus? Why why was he there? And what's Pristana doesn't even wrestle? I don't and Yeah, like, I, I, could, I could try to make sense of this. I could really try <laughs> like, to make sense of this. This is like playing chess with 30. You know, you have what? Like, I don't know how many people are in a chess board. I know how to play chess. I don't know how many actual uh, icons you have on each side. But this is like playing chess where you have like 30 players on each side, but you can only move two. <laughs> it's like, oh my God. why are the rocks not even there? What's the point? I, I don't know, man. I, this is going to be amazing, though. I'm still I'm I'm still here for the for the new Jack Sting. You know, we're definitely going to get him doing some coffin drops off the top of the fucking goalposts oh or something. Oh my god! <laughs> can can awesome. this man not hurt himself? Can he not hurt himself? Because I, I I know. I I I, I mean I, that fucking I, that stage dive into the into the teeth, man. Uh, I, I I'm sure know. he has veneers already, but he had to get him replaced after that for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I just Jesus. I just hope he does not get hurt. I no, he doesn't deserve, deserve to get hurt. So I mean, I just hope they win. That's all I gotta say. For me, it the match was good. Of course, there's nothing much about dynamite. For, for me, it's just like I hope the story's over and yeah. it's done. It's, it's gonna be entertaining while it's happening, but I'm not yeah, watching man. it for the who cares who wins aspect. No, I, I just I just want Sting and Darby to win, and I and I know Tony Khan said in a press conference. I heard him. Kid Rain's supposed to be in this match. What the fuck is happening? Is he in the undercard? <laughs> Is it him and Brian Cage in the in the buy-in? Is there no, I, there's nothing. No, there's eleven matches in total. That's it. I know. I'm, you're like this right now. Fuck! Fuck! Brian Cage is in a position where he can just lose, and we don't care because that's all he's been doing. Have him and Nick Wayne open the show. Or have a buy-in. They're gonna do a battle royal, most Nick likely. Beats Brian Cage. It'll be like Zach Gowan beating Brock Lesnar. <laughs> I can I can try to make all right. I'm gonna try to make sense of all this right now, right? So a week after this, you have Darby Allen versus um, Luchasaurus. So I guess that's why they put this. They added Christian Cage in this to try to build up to All Out in two weeks. Um, Ar Fox, just like Phoenix, I'm hearing is also a visa issue. That's why they had to write him off the show. So that's why it was like a last minute replacement. Okay. Um, so thank you. All right. I should have probably, yeah, let, and then you I, probably let, should let you go first. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't get like, why would you have Brian Cage come out to attack Darby to announce that Brian Cage is not going to be Strickland's partner? That didn't make sense to me. I think that you should have just had Luchasaurus and Christian Cage come out and attack Darby and uh, everyone else. But I mean, you had more star power on the show by ha adding Christian Cage onto this matchup. And 
I'm also excited to see Christian Cage and Sting mix it up for the first time since TNA days. But besides that, I mean, this matchup should be good just for whatever Sting pulls out. I mean, there's been a lot of rumors and talks that, you know, this is Sting's last year in wrestling. I mean, what better way to go out than on top inside of Wembley Stadium in front of the largest crowd in wrestling history? So I, sure. I definitely think that this would be a cool matchup for Darby and Sting to win if Sting is going to, in fact, retire after this. They're saying that he might not. I think he's going to stick around. Tony Khan is so confident. Mm. I, I think we'll do a debate on that sometime because he is saying that this is uh, Sting's career best by far out of his career. It's debatable right there, Tony Khan. I don't know about well, that. Well, I disagree with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, well, yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Is he doing more exciting shit than he's ever done before? Yes. But you can't tell me that Sting 2023 in AEW is more exciting than Crow Sting taking out the whole NWO. You know what I mean? Like, you can't tell me that that's more exciting. What's a, it, one's a more exciting storyline, one's a more exciting entertain performer. Because sure, it, it depends on what you're watching for. Crow Sting didn't really have any matches per se, but then also this guy kind of didn't have really. I don't know. I guess, yeah, there's definitely more exciting. Yeah, it's weird. That's a good question because we grew up watching both of them. So yeah. Crow taking out the NWO, yeah, that was powerful. That was awesome. Every time we saw him up in the, you know, the, in the heavens or the rafters, whatever they called it, it's uh, in the bat down. Yeah, that was cool as fuck. And he'd come out and he'd let everybody out. I love the gift that goes around where it's like, he comes down and he has a mask on and he takes off the mask and it's still the mask and everyone flips the fuck out. I love that shit. But why would I, you hide your face with your face? Because one of them was right. I think that was what the storyline was. Like they weren't sure if that was a yeah. real sting and there was a fake sting. Um, but I like this performer better as far as like athletic storytelling goes. Um, yeah. But then you go back to like what, what was it? The Blade Runners? That sting? The 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 neon sting? Mm-hmm. That was a better wrestler of all of the versions of Sting because he mm-hmm. was in there doing like how he was like a high flying tactician. He was like a high flying Bret Hart, and that was the best version of Sting within the four ring four posts. So, pick your poison. Um, yeah. okay. Tactical, you know, great wrestler Sting, great storyteller ring, or butt machine Sting. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the three careers of Sting, man. I love it. I'm here for it. I've, well, I've three stages of Sting. Yeah. You have the three faces of the folder and the three faces of Sting. (laughs) Uh, De Niro? Oh, yeah. Like I said, Darby and Sting take this all the way. Yeah. I'd be surprised if that was not the case. But that side of the ring has been losing a lot. So, like, I I don't know. I don't know. Just whatever it is, it's over. Okay. All right. We're almost there. So here we go. This is a match that, oh, yes, baby. Yes. We're going to the Gajotes, the greatest jerk of all time, the Tom Brady of professional wrestling. I don't give a <laughs> damn what everybody <laughs> tells me. Debate me on that. I don't give a damn. damn Jericho is defending you. You better defend me. You better, hey, retweet this because I'll do a clip on this for you. But yes, versus Will Osprey, of course. This is good. Oh. <laughs> Man. Yes. And then. Just uh, the contract signing, jeez. I hey, I want to let you guys talk about that because I'm yeah, you guys think about it. But all I know is that I hope this match could be the match of the night. That's just what I'm hoping for. I am really. And Jericho, you know, the mentioned last week 
And also, you can hear it on the Resident Delorean, of course, as well on iHeartRadio. He is, he talks about it. But yes, freaking now, who do you, about the contract signing De Niro and who do you got on this match? Well, bruv, the <laughs> the contract signing was good. I like how they brought the energy and they brought the the passion. But I mean, has it been announced yet if Will Osprey is a part of Don Callis's family? Because Will Osprey has his own faction. Will Osprey got the the uh, the United Kingdom. Plus, Will Osprey mentioning that he's a free agent in six months. I thought that that was interesting because you know I don't know if he's trying to lobby for a big contract with AEW, but he did mention in the past that he would rather stay in New Japan. Um, this matchup itself is going to be really good. I, Chris Jericho looks motivated. Him and Will Ospreay could definitely steal the show. The crowd's going to be going crazy. Will Ospreay in England is like a freaking, you know, God amongst men. He, he walks on water over there. And Chris Jericho, one of the greatest of all time, is it's going to be really good. I, I think that this matchup is going to be fun. And to be honest, I give it to Ospreay. You know what I mean? I, I, I give it to Osprey, and I have Jericho lose with the storyline being that, you know, Jericho is he, – he lost everything. He lost the Jericho Appreciation Society. He loses this matchup in front of the biggest crowd in AEW. He's supposed to be the biggest star in AEW. He loses on the biggest stage, and then you build Jericho back up from there. So have Will Ospreay win, and then eventually if Will Ospreay does sign with AEW, you know, you already come in to AEW as a full-time wrestler – with a huge victory over your belt. So I go with Osprey. Mm. Mm. I love it. I love it. Director. Chris Jericho is very easily my number one and a half favorite wrestler of all time. Uh, pretty much if Shawn Michaels is about as out of action, Jericho's got the number one spot. Um, this is a crazy match. I don't, I, yeah, wow. I'm very excited for this because Osprey is fucking pedal to the metal the entire time. And with all due respect, this version of Jericho is never going to be able to pull off the things that Will Ospreay can pull off. So what we're going to get, and it was sort of alluded to in this the promo, which I love, the promo about, and I knew it when he said it, he said, you're going to end up in a wheelchair like you are, and I'm like, I'm my kid. Telling him to tone it back and get longevity and the fact that Jericho did do that, and we know the Lionheart used to be able to do everything Will Ospreay used to, could do. That Jericho does exist. Jericho brought it down. Will Osprey's ramping it up. They're going to meet in the middle. And I'm speaking from a producer standpoint, from in the back when they're planning this match, Jericho is going to absolutely balance out the high-speed energy with the version of Jericho we see today, and I'm excited to see how they how they do that. Jericho's going to have to keep him grounded somehow, work the legs, go for the lion tamer, go for the walls, which is the extreme version of it, hit a lion salt, absolutely Hit the triangle drop kick, hit all the features, you know, hit the double arm backbreaker. I hope that'd be fucking sick. Um, but Osprey, like, this is, I'd be very surprised if this is his most exciting match as far as Spot Fest goes. Um, but that's not what the story is here. The story is the passing of the torch, and that torch is getting passed to Will. Uh, Jericho will never, ever be buried with a loss. All he does is give the rub. Every time he loses to someone, they get elevated to the fucking moon, and that is what's going to happen in All In in Will Ospreay's home country. And as heel, as Peaky Blinders, as this guy's promos are, he's still going to be over his rover. Mm. And then oh, I think yeah. Jericho's going to get jumped, and then we're going to get the Jazz back. You think so? 
No one talked I about like it. It's gonna happen. I like that. I like that. I like that. I, I hope. I hope. I, I love the Sammy situation. I love that promo where he said that, hey, man, you guys don't know Jericho the way friendship can blind you. And then Angela Parker, who, good looking dude, came out and said, hey, man, like, we understand what you're saying, but you're also now Jericho being blinded by a friendship. So just beware. So, yeah, great storytelling. I have no idea what's going to happen with that situation. And uh, we'll find out someday. Oh, man, I can't wait. It's going to be wonderful. It's going to be wonderful. I'll tell you that. It is. I was hoping that Sammy would have a match on this show. I mean, for someone who's been in AEW since day one, he, he deserves to be literally, literally day one. Yeah. Yeah. What are you doing, Tony Khan? What the hell are you doing? That's fucking bullshit. <laughs> bullshit, damn it. You didn't book the Sammy Garage, damn it. He should be. I guarantee you they're going to do a fucking battle royal. I do not be surprised if they probably will. I, I don't know. Because even Tony Khan said at a press conference, he said that he, you know, wanted to bring not, you know, most of them, not all of them, but he, that was his decision. So that was his call, what he had to do. So, oh well, it is what it is. Well, well, we can accept it. Uh, right. So before we move into it, just very quick, because I have to move into the Adam Cole MGF. That's going to be the last one for tonight. But we have a, we got yours in a row, but let's hear, let's hear the Oracle right here. The Nostradamus, we need to hear his. You said yeah. it a while back, and you said it in archives. Who would take this belt? And go ahead. And also the sky blue and Ruby Zoho match. Yeah, um, I love sky blue. She's she's amazing. She's just she's the, the future of of women's wrestling. And um, I I thought it was her time. Now I thought you know, and it may not be. Uh, but she's she's not getting buried. She's taking losses to women that make sense to lose to. Um, but she'll have she'll have she'll have plenty of time in the future. She's young. She's only like 22. She rocks like Jordans in the ring, which I think is amazing. Um, they're giving her some mic time, which is kind of cool. But yeah, for sure, this makes sense for her to lose to Ruby in this moment because Ruby's going after that TNT title. Is that what it's called for TBS? I don't know. The, the, TBS, yeah, the, women, the women's heavyweight title. Um, so I look forward. I look forward to the to Soho moving on to Statlander. That's going to be fun. But she's been through so much. She's been through two retirements, and I think, two retirements. She has battled every – she's def- won her she, – she won the Raw title in her debut. And she's in her hometown. This is her big return. This is all Soraya's. There's no way she loses this match. I think that this is just – this is her Daniel Bryan yes moment, and I hope they give it to her. I, I will literally cry if she wins this match. It's just it's all all her. Just thinking about it, the shit she's been through. When she returned in Absolution, when she returned in the ring, I was I was very emotional. You know, I was I always get emotional when a when wrestler returns. I get emotional when they retire. The Daniel Bryan speech, the Edge speech, I was like, fuck man, that hurts. But then when they came back, I'm like, goddamn right they did. When Daniel Bryan was throwing those yes kicks to like it was like Kevin Owens. Uh, when he first came back, I'm like, oh, he's really cleared. He's throwing shit. He's doing, you know, the Yakuza kicks. He's handling it. I'm like, fuck yeah. So when Soraya first came back, felt the same way. And then I think she got injured again. And they were like, fuck, man, you might be out for good this time. And then she came back again. I'm like, oh, let's go. This is the perfect time for her to have that belt and to have a long title reign. I want her to set the record. Um, and I don't know how this Tony Storm situation is going to be handled. They're on the same team. Are you going to break up Riot Squad 2.0 for this? I think that that's 
that's okay with me. I'm cool with that. It's really not grinding my gears as far as uh, angle goes. So mm-hmm. let's uh, let's give the belt to Soraya. Everybody turns on her, and then she she carries that belt for the next year and a half. Brian Squad 2.0. I didn't I didn't think about it. She just fucking said it. What? That's so weird. Oh my god. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. I love it. I love it. Any final thoughts on this? I know you mentioned earlier, but about the Sky Blue and Ruby Soho. And Ruby Imagine Soho. if this was the main event. God damn it. I'm not. That would be enough. huge. To be honest, like I said, I kind of you know everything that Chris said. Like I can't agree more. Like that. That was my pick before Chris got on. I was saying that Soraya from her hometown, the story of her making her wrestling comeback, I'm, and then I'm literally like I'm. I don't cry for sad things. Like, it's just not who I am. I don't cry when there's tragedies, you know. But I cry when someone's dreams get, like, accomplished and, and you know, something cool happens and in real life. And, like, right now I'm, I'm a little choked up thinking about her winning that belt. So, for real. That's awesome. Awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm definitely I'm right there with you, and I hope that happens. In front of the biggest crowd to ever do it. Like, that's just – I can't understand yeah. that. It's so insane. Speaking of what's insane, Actually, I, I is... want to be the main event now. <laughs> this, this should have been the main event. You know, it, it, I'm not like I get why. It's for sure a singles men's title, and that's just what is the dominant stereotype of the sport. Um, you know, like look at all the women's pay per views, like like WrestleManias. Like, did the Ronda Charlotte main event or whatever Becky did that do better than like Cena Rock or Hogan Rock or whatever other main event? Like, it just is what it is right now. Um, yeah, you know, it's, so it's not a problem. I would like it to not be that way, but we're getting yeah. there. Definitely. I can't wait. It's going to be exciting, and I am excited. Speaking of excitement, finally, let's get into this damn main event. We saw what happened in Dynamite, of course. Ozzy Open versus the Hardys. And the, I don't, I don't I, there's nothing I can say. I'm just like, huh, I'm hurt. But, you know, Hardy should go. Retire. That's it. Nothing else you could do. Uh, that's just my opinion. I'm sorry. I know I'm gonna get shit on, but wait, what's happening? Nah, we need a rematch with Leatherface. Oh, oh, oh my God! <laughs> rematch with Leatherface. Oh, Leatherface and Jason Voorhees versus the Hardys, all out. <laughs> Robocop and Chucky and Glacier and Mortis. <laughs> Who better? <laughs> I feel like a couple in the past couple months, someone made a Who Better reference. I don't know where it was. It was definitely on like a Dynamite or a Raw. I think it was uh, Brian Cage. He does it often. He does that. He says Who Better. Okay. Yeah, because cool. he he was actually uh, close friends with uh, Chris Canyon. Chris Canyon. Goddamn, I yeah. love that dude. I, dude, I stole that guy's entire moveset when I first debuted. Like he so was, his, he was the first one to do Flatliner. That was his move. It was called the mm-hmm. the Flatliner, wasn't it? And then Edge uh, stole it and called it the downward spiral. Yeah. 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 That fucking reverse Russian leg sweep. I did that shit all day long. Mm, Anyways. Yeah. Awesome. Continue. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but, and then, of course, we saw, you know, the aftermath. We just see at Dynamite, of course, the, you know, the promos, little Pat, you know, would sit down with Renee Paquette. I look, man. I just want to. Stop. Oh, dude, I love that. Sorry, but that promo yes, where, like, here we're like Eddie Kingston. You see your husband? What's the deal? Well, you want me to fix this? It's your husband's fault. And she was like, "Fuck, I know, man." Like, I love that. Man is such a legend, yo. That is such a good like angle to have. Like, she's just trying to do her job. She's biased, but her husband definitely just tried to fucking murder you with a crowbar. Like, 
It's so weird. It's like, I like that it's awkward. Eddie Kingston keeping it real, man. Someone tell that guy wrestling's fake. <laughs> <laughs> and then not only that, we saw that. And then also we did see, you know, the promo package with, MA, you know, with Adam Cole sit down with Brandon Paquette. We saw the one with MJF. Those and great. just seeing, oh my God, the MJF one, I love. That was fat, fucking fantastic, man. That's why we had to debate that. He, he, oh, Jesus Christ, what can I say? This man is going to be the hottest commodity as a face. If you turn him face, Tony Khan. But I love how he's, everything what he said in that was amazing. It's so, it got me. You you, you sold to me, damn it. And, and it, what else can I say? But, you know, then, of course, you know, after the promos, you know, we did see, of course, the Aussie uh, Open trying to attack, of course, um, calling out MJF Adam Cole. We saw him come out, and then they were, they were attacking each other. Adam Cole almost hit MJF with the boot, and then they put it down. MJF, you know, passed by him, put the ring on, and we're like, oh, he's going to hit him, and then, no, oh, he ended up hugging him. And, man, this is – I heard Jim Cornette said this on his fucking show. He said he doesn't know where it's where it's going with it. He said it better not ruin it because he's claiming, and I want to get your your guys' thoughts as well, that this is the hottest thing happening and the hottest rating for AEW, especially on Dynamite. It's the highest rating for it, and if they fuck this up, is that's it. And that's what Cornette said. I'm just going back to what Cornette is saying, but for me, I don't know either. I hope what I said. When I talked to him, it was like low two a week ago, a week ago, about a week and a half ago. Director and I said, I said they need to do the opposite. Have fucking Cole be the heel, have you know MJF be the face, and there you go. You're sold, you're you're in, you sold, you got your hottest baby face commodity of all time. That's it. Because you need someone, Tony Khan. I've been saying it forever. So man, the door break it down, bro, and then brother. Who do you got at this main event? Ah, ah, it's exciting, Devin. I don't know, but go ahead, take it. <laughs> I was the call. Sorry. So first of all, Ozzy open. I know that their theme song was that dope. Like I was fucking bumping that shit. That Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy. Oh, that shit is fire. <laughs> anyway, um, I think that Ozzy open wins the first matchup. They're going to beat Adam Cole and uh, MJF. Like I said on the um show on Sunday, I think that the Kingdom and Roderick Strong interfere in that matchup causing the Aussie Open to win that matchup and then I think that they interfere again to they ruin the first match, they're coming back out to ruin the second match and I think that, like I said I think MJF the big swerve is MJF stays heel and he was working with the Kingdom and Roderick Strong the whole time he, he turned Adam Cole's friends against him and then you can have the storyline of the returning Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish with Adam Cole, the original Undisputed Era going against the Kingdom and Roderick Strong. I just think it books itself, and I think that MJF is showing what he could do as a babyface. But he's such a natural heel that he's just going to be a heel for life, in my opinion. So I think that he's a heel here. He's with the Kingdom. Adam Cole stays the babyface. He loses. MJF walks out still champion. Oh. Oh, love it, love it. But are you going to stick with your prediction you said last week that MGM is going to go with the castle? Do you still believe that could happen? Do you stick with that? Or are you going to oh, change? 100%. Or... 100%. <laughs> MGM and the kingdom. Oh, my God. Let's fucking go. Love it. 
Love it. Think about Seven. it. MJF, the last couple of weeks, MJF name dropped Cody Rhodes numerous times, right? Yes. He's that was his idol. Cody Rhodes' theme song it's called Kingdom. Now, I'm reaching right there, but still, <laughs> I don't hate that though. That's the thing, man. That's a fucking Pepe Sylvia. Pepe Sylvia. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Fantastic. Oh, director. Yeah, wow. There's so many layers to this. It's like a fucking thrust leche cake right here. Um, <laughs> now, now I want one now. You see what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Made me hungry. Uh, so I absolutely see Ozzy Open winning this, uh, and that is the storyline uh, that's adding the friction that we don't know about that's between Adam and, and, and JF. <coughs> they might start blaming each other. There might be some dissension amongst the new best friends. Bow, chicken, bow. Um, so, yeah, for sure, I don't see them winning those tag titles. That would be a fucking wild thing to do. Um, going now, 17 hours later to the main event. <laughs> I agree. I don't like – I don't – MJF is a good guy. It just isn't who he should be. It's just we're always getting duped by him, and I love that. He's done it to everybody. He pretended to be CM Punk's friend, turned on him. He pretended to be – Cody Rhodes' his friend. It was the first major swerve in the company. Um, we, we see it all the time. And, you know, it just – I don't think this is – it just doesn't make – the sky is up, grass is green, and MJF is the devil. And these are just things you can't change. And I don't know how they're going to get him back to being the most hated man in pro wrestling. Like, we love to hate him, but then there's a version of him that we truly do hate, and I do love that. We just got to get him there. I don't know how they're going to do it with this whole, like, Adam Cole is the one that might be turning. I I, I don't know. They might be do a thing where, like, Adam's about to do the turn. He's about to do it, and we're booing Adam Cole, and then all of a sudden MJF does the turn. But then we're going to boo. We're going we're gonna to cheer MJF for that. That's going to also be something that we're going to love. There's going to have to be, like, something shy of a murder for this to happen. I don't know how they're going to pull this off. I can't predict this. This is going to be, like, it's going to be, like, a double-double switch somehow. I, I just don't know how they're going to do it. Like, MJF's going to have to put Britt Baker through a fucking table or something. I don't know. I, I just have no idea. I don't know. I, I'm here for it, though. And I think MJF retains. I hope. I hope. But I do want the worst. I, I want the worst person in the history. of. I want people, like, Billy Graham used to have security guards outside his hotel room level of heat. I want that for him. I don't want technically that for MJF. I don't want anyone to ever fear for their life the way those boys like Roddy Piper used to. But I definitely want people to boo him out of the goddamn building again. Um, I just have no idea how they're going to get there. Mm. I'm here for it. I love this. I love that I have no idea. Damn. This is going to be interesting. I'm excited. This is... I can't wait to hear the for the, the aftermath press conference. I want to see where this is gonna go. But man, all of you watch those. I do. <laughs> I do. I, I I do. I watch. I, I I ain't judging. I watch the <laughs> UFC ones. It's just weird to have a press conference off of fiction. It's like going to a comic con with everybody in character. Hey, anything can happen at these freaking press conferences. That's what happened. Remember seeing Punk. <laughs> That was real. So yeah, exactly. Okay. All right. Maybe, maybe I'll maybe I'll tune in for this one. Do they happen like after the event or like yeah, right like, after? Like, like, usually like a half hour afterwards on okay. their uh, YouTube All right. page. All right. All right. Yeah. I'll I'll give it a shot. 
Yeah. It's just yeah. weird. It's like going to a Comic Con and like Tony Stark's like answering questions as Tony Stark. <laughs> it's like that's weird. Oh man. So I mean, final thoughts of which is a match of a night for you guys? Just pick one. Which one is the part of the night? Which one do you feel that is going to be? Women's. Oh, the, uh, no. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. The women's main event for sure is going to be mm. match of the night. Okay. De Niro, what do you got? I'm going to say the absolute chaos of Stadium Stampede is going to be probably the most fun thing on the show. Awesome. Is that the one that's going to make you go go back to the – pan the camera back to me. Hold on. Give me a minute. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to be the most probably entertained with that match, but the one that's going to make me go, oh, shit, oh, shit, holding onto the couch the whole time, that's going to be the one we made it. That's going to be the one where I'm like, fuck, oh, she oh, she's got it, oh, no. Yeah, that's the move for sure for me. I For I me, know. it has to be for me, this one will have to be, uh, I say Jericho and Osprey. That's going to be a great storytelling mm. match. I think knowing Jericho's experience from New Japan, what he was there for not that long, but he was there for quite some time. But Osprey, who could tell a fucking story, the way how he tells a story. Go back and look at this match was with anybody in New Japan, or Naito or Tanahashi. If you go back and look at those matches, this guy can tell a story. And I, even though you know, her director already said about like we're not gonna see that, and I, it's true, we're not gonna see what people expect, but we're gonna see a storyteller. I feel that's just yeah. gonna happen in this one, and it's gonna be great. And I do want Soraya to win it. I hope she does. I hope she takes it home and, you know, takes it all away. But, I mean, speaking of homes, I mean, before, do you have any final thoughts of Dynamite, Director? Anything else, Papi Chulo? Um, no, that was pretty much it. The second hour definitely didn't make me want to run to buy a pay-per-view that's for free. Um, <laughs> but I'm still invested. It's still, I'm still an AEW bootlegger, so I'm still going to watch it. I'm still excited. Just work on the, the pacing, I guess, maybe. I'm, I'm, I love that they're pushing the secondary stars. And the main event stuff's happening in the first hour. Maybe that's where the most people are watching. But if you want more people to watch the second hour, keep that shit in the second hour. There you go. And speaking of that hour, it's about that hour, ladies and gentlemen. But tomorrow, don't forget, we got, of course, Fighter Friends for Rampage happening tomorrow. Of course, we got the speaking of the four women, Tony Storm and Soraya versus the Outcast, teaming up versus Britt Baker and Hikaru Shida. Of course, we're going to have Orange Cassidy defending the International Championship against Aaron Solo, of course, Solo, Solo. Kitty Marshall defending the Triple A Latin American Championship because he won it over there in Triple A, Triple Mania. That was a good matchup that he had, by the way, versus uh, Gravity. I still need to go follow his career and see where he's got the best mask. Like, I, I look at people in wrestling masks being someone who's actually wrestled in two or three different masks and, like, being able to see what you're doing without there being something in your way. Like I sometimes look at like, uh, like Pencha's mask or, you know, a traditional Lucha mask. And I'm like, you really only have so much range of vision. Yeah. A lot of these where with gravity's mask, I'm like, you got, you got everything there. You got a little grill. Uh, you can probably see just fine through that hopefully, but like you definitely don't have like your peripherals cut off. So that mask is the shit. I would wear that. Yes. Definitely. They, of course, Lucha Swords in action. So that's what's going to happen on tomorrow. And, of course, Saturday, nobody cares. CM Punk, sorry. Yeah, CM Punk, Darby Addison, and a mystery partner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, versus, versus Jay White 
Swerve Strickland, Luchasaurus, and Brian Cage was, of course, Samoa Joe on commentary. This matchup actually looks like a lot of fun. I hope so. And I hope there's knocking on wood. No, no fucking injury. No. Yes, Punk. I know you hate me, but yes, I'm going to say it. I'm here to tell you right now. We don't care. Let me tell, right, let me tell you. <laughs> we don't care. Jerry. I don't care. Sorry, CM Punk. But there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. So quick right here, fantastic prediction for All In and a mixture of Dynamite. We got it all there done for you guys because we got a busy weekend, of course. You know, especially FDS right here, Papi Chulo, the director, has a busy weekend coming I'm up. Fucking, dude, yes. I don't even know. <laughs> exactly. I'll make it as easy as I possibly can, but I got band practice here in the house at like 10 o'clock tonight for like another hour or so. There you go. Good, Good times. That's right. And also, you got De Niro. Of course, that is busy with Mr. DeLorean himself on iHeartRadio. But anything else going on, happening on iHeartRadio for the rest of the DeLorean podcast? In yeah, I just want to announce that I, uh, what's it called? I recorded a Wrestling DeLorean uh, all-in prediction show as well that was set to come out tomorrow. I'm going to actually put that out on Saturday. Tomorrow I will have a Bray Wyatt tribute show instead. So, mm-hmm. And then yeah. tune in today. I, I had a Terry Funk tribute show earlier today so definitely rest in peace to both terry funk and bray wyatt but yeah definitely I, woke up to that. I woke up to that news like i woke up first thing i do is check my phone because that's just the culture we live in and i i'm at I'm loss of words i can't i can't even think about it right now so yeah we're, we're all the same in the beginning but yes fds anything coming up this weekend for fds director uh no Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're, playing Summit, we're playing Summit Fest in Akron, Ohio, September 16th with uh, Vampires Everywhere, Bunny the Bear, Bro Job, uh, Johnny Craig from Memorosta and Slaves. And then October 8th here in downtown LA at 1720 with Attila Gideon and Toby Wake in Tension 656. There you go. All the tickets are on our Instagram, our Facebook, FDS, Fate Destroyed. You can just Google us, you'll find us everywhere. That is right. It's going to make sure you guys do the descriptions up below as well, where you can follow the rest of the DeLorean podcast on iHeartRadio and Fake Destroyed as well on the social media platforms. And also on Spotify, you can find them and on iHeartRadio too. You can find them there on the audio platform as well. Make sure you download them and get them because this man, he's getting hot by the minute. Both of these men, that's right. There's these are the Nostradamus, the Oracles of the tag team. There, that's I got to make belts for these guys because of that, because these guys always call right ahead of time. But yes, do not forget, ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow as well, the Top Rope Wrestling Talk will be doing their predictions. Make sure you stay tuned to tomorrow at, of course, 8.30 Eastern, 7.30 Eastern, uh, Central, and 5.30 Pacific. They'll do their – and then we'll have – they'll be hosting a, a watch-along for All In as well. And we'll see if uh, any mysteries appearances might happen. We don't know yet. So that's, that's a mystery there. But yes, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. We appreciate you for watching us. And don't forget to subscribe. Hit that button you know, below. And listen to us on all the audio platforms. We appreciate you. Do not forget to follow them as well. And don't forget that the rest of the DeLorean podcast, Fake Destroyed Baby, and Circle of the Baby, and Top Rope Wrestling Talk. We don't fucking just podcast, ladies and gentlemen. We don't make music like how this does with this out. And- <laughs> Lords of Gotham. And, and that's right. Coming soon, Lords of Gotham. That's right. We got a bunch of shit out too, so yeah, check, check, check. Well, out we gotta, we, we need to see more. Damn it, we want have an original, man. Uh-huh. Word, love it. But yes, ladies and gentlemen, enjoy all in. Enjoy tomorrow, and enjoy the watch along here as well. You can watch Sunday with Dom, and I don't know who's going to be having on, but until then, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget 
We don't just podcast. We don't do all that. All of us here make history for you guys. Good night, everybody. And we'll see you guys on the next one. Must bid you adieu. Goodbye. And good night. Oh, my God. So great. Bang! Yes!